What is it, everybody? We are back outside the cage. It's your co-host, Jalen, with my boy, Eric. How are we doing today? Doing great, man. It's a beautiful Monday. Going to the reggae concert later tonight. Got a little sunburn this weekend. Got a terrible tan line on my head from oh, wearing a hat. Having long hair, but be like that. I don't know if I'm a peel or tan yet. We shall see. But great weekend of fights as well, dude. I was, I was tuned in for all of Saturday night, pretty much. Stayed home. Watched them, enjoyed mm -hmm. it. Yes, sir. What did we right now? The fights we had Corey Sanhagen defeat Rob Font 50 45 in just an absolute clinic. Um, a lot of people claim boring. I don't, you know, me, you know, how I what my stance is on that is he fought a top 10 guy on short notice, dominated him for five rounds, won 50 45 on every single card. Look at that there, total domination. Um, so you can call boring all you want. I call it a masterclass. Um, I thought it was just a beautiful, beautiful performance from start to finish. Why take any risk if you don't have to? If you can go into a fight and only take 25 punches to your face or to your body, whatever, sign me up and I can win. Cool. Um, I do kind of, I guess it's kind of hypocritical here. Um, it wasn't enough to earn a title shot, which I guess is kind of going back on everything that I just said. He is. Corey did um, tear his tricep, he said, to be out six months, so that's kind of out. But before we get any further, what did you think about his performance and what what where does that put him as, as far as title shots lie? Yeah, dude, so in the moment, I can't lie. I also had some buddies at my house. I was hyping up Sanhagen a lot, talking about how exciting this fight was going to be, just like two nasty strikers. I said Sanhagen will use the wrestling a little bit to tire him out, just to get some points on the board. They, I don't know, I guess you could say that. Um, and then he just went full Dagestani on him. And it turns out he did, yeah, like you said, tore the tricep in the first round. But that is so impressive from Sanhagen. When he first came into the UFC, he was basically just a striker. And now he's his ground game is almost as useful as his stand-up, maybe even more in some cases like this one. It really makes me wish that Umar Nurmagomedov wouldn't have pulled out because it would have been pretty sick to get to see Stan Hagen's wrestling tested against a better ground guy, per se. But, I mean, these numbers are just ridiculous. Yeah. 19 minutes of control time in a 25-minute fight, 132 strikes compared to 25 for Font. And he did it with a torn tricep. These guys are just different than any other athletes in the world. In any other sport, I feel like when someone has a torn tricep, most of the time they're probably coming out of the game. Or at least, yeah, you know, yeah, they checked out. And well, stuff, you would at but... least know that he has a torn tricep. We didn't even know until after the fight. Yep. Gosh, man, it just makes me love this sport. Even in a moment where the fight might have not been super entertaining, looking back at it, Seeing Sanhagen do that with a torn tricep, I, I've already said that 10 times, but gosh, just impressive. Hats off. So you know what we got to ask? Um, we have our man, Chikoshan O'Malley, going for the 135 belt against Aljamain Sterling August 19th in Boston. Um, I guess the question is, obviously that's the title fight. What's Who's the next guy at 135? Um Aljo has stated he wants to go up, win or lose. That throws a wrench kind of in it. Um, again, Umar was there. He was hurt. Uh, you kind of imagine that Umar and Corey was going to be the title eliminator. 
Um, Corey injury throws a wrench in that as well. So who's what's the next title eliminator, or who's the next guy that that gets the shot at thirty five? Man, I still I don't know right now. Just with the way the division is, with Marab being hurt, I'm not sure when he'll be back. Is it probably about half a year now? Yeah. So I guess Marab would technically probably be ready, and he's done more than enough to earn it. He's beaten everyone that he's had to. Um, yeah, I don't really think anyone. Yeah, I kind of think Marab probably. If Corey went out there and had a explosive win, even though this was really impressive to hardcore MMA fans, a lot of casuals are probably not loving Corey Sanhagen right now, and they probably don't even know that he has it torn or know that he was fighting hurt. So, yeah, I think Marab will probably get it. And since Aljo won't be there, that won't be in the way anymore. The only thing is, is that Dana wasn't happy with the fact that he wouldn't fight Aljo. Yeah. So I don't, maybe Dana will be trying to stick it to him a little bit and won't hand him that title shot right off the rip. Yeah, I think in that case, um, again, it's hard to say because I think there's so many scenarios here. I think that if Aljo wins, so this came to me last night. If Aljo wins and he relinquishes that belt and goes to 45, if he leaves 35 as the champ, his next fight at 45 is going to be for the title 90% sure, right? Yeah. Do you relinquish that title and then you don't really get to claim double champ status? So I think you, if he wins, he keeps the belt, fights at 45. Maybe they do an interim at 35. Um, and so then he can be considered double champ. I don't think he fights again at 35, win or lose. I just think that, you know, for the double champ purposes, that's that's a rare category, mm. so you want to be in that. Um, and then at that case, you have to look at, like, how does the fight with Sean O'Malley go? If, if Aljo does win, if Aljo does win, but it's close, do you do Sugar and Marab? Does Sugar get another title shot right away? Um, you also have to look at Henry Cedujo. He fought Aljo really close, probably three yeah. rounds to two. Um, so I look at that. I think the money fight there is definitely a sugar versus Henry. Any way that that could happen. That's definitely a fight that the UFC's wanted for a long time. I feel like both those guys want that. Um, I have no problem with Henry getting the next title shot. Cause I think he fought Aljo really well. And I think he's a big name at 35 and I don't I have no problem with that at all. Um, I guess the best scenario would be a sugar win. And then a Henry and Marab title eliminator. Um, or just other way around, you know, Aljo lose, Aljo wins, relinquishes the belt. Then you have three guys there, and then maybe I don't know. Then at that point, do you just do Sugar and Henry, and then you let Marab fight the winner? I don't know. There's different scenarios there, but it's definitely one of those three guys that I think get the next title shot. Um, I think Sugar's. I don't know. I mean, can you say he's done enough to get another immediate title shot? Probably. on great. He. It all depends on how he does against Aljo. Yes. Yes, Sugar got in a tough, not tough spot, but from the outside looking in, it kind of looked like he got fast-tracked because he came up so quick, but he beat the number one guy at 35. So he wasn't really fast-tracked. He did all he did. He did his job. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think that's definitely – a lot just has to play out. I don't think there's no set in yeah. stone. And then you've got Umar. So then it's like, ah, like what does yep. Umar do? I still think Umar – you don't get a title shot after post a fight for a title eliminator backing out 
Again, he was hurt, yes. No disrespect to him, he was hurt. But you don't come back and get a title shot right away after that. So I think it's one of those three guys. Marab, depending on what Marab does. And like you said, I don't know how Dana's feelings are towards Marab. So maybe you do a Marab versus Henry. And then in the, the best scenario is Sugar wins. And then they do Henry and Sugar or Henry and Marab for the title. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the dream scenario. Do you think... Do you think, say, Cheeto Vary gets a a very highlight reel knockout on 292, calls out the winner of it, of um, the main event that night, or Sugar if he wins, I guess? Does he throw himself back into the mix just because of the history that he has so, with Sugar? I think a lot of people would love to see that one as well. But, okay, this, this yes, I understand from he, our perspective, but from the casual fan, what's the history? Yeah, that's we true. know that we know that they don't know about a random fight night and fucking COVID that that started their history. You know, they, they could don't build know that. that. They could build that up, though. The UFC is good at that. Yeah, but, but I still for sure think that like a Sahudo versus Sugar does a lot better. But and yeah. I just thought I just thought to myself, too, like if Sugar does somehow, some way, find a way to shock the world and be Aljamain Sterling, then he fucking gets another wrestler like fuck. Like, you can't just keep beating these wrestlers like that, bro. That's tough. I know. That's right. Cheeto would be ideal. Yeah. Imagine Cheeto. My prediction, it's been for a while. Cheeto Sugar, Coach Tough. Yeah. So, I don't know if the timing would line up for that to where that would be able to work for the next fight. Or maybe Sugar defends against Henry, beats him, and then then Coach is tough against Cheeto. But, yeah, Cheeto did get exposed pretty badly by Corey as well. Corey made yeah. him look not like a championship contender in there. So it would be kind of tough to just throw him back above all those guys. Corey's the guy before Cheeto. And I kind of want to say Corey's the guy before Henry. I mean, I was super impressed with Henry's performance, but Henry for sure needs another guy. And I think it's going to be Marab. That's that's the fight yeah. I think. That, was, that fight was originally booked, right? Or it was just rumored? Yeah, I think oh, it was like Henry. almost confirmed. Oh, no, wasn't it Henry and Cheeto? It was Henry Cheeto that was supposed okay. to be on this, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So they were setting up the Cheeto versus Sugar just mm -hmm. in case. So, you know, that was there for Cheeto. Now, obviously, a win versus Prelim Pedro doesn't do that anymore. Um, but yeah, I, it's tough. It's again, this is why we love that 35 division. There's so many <laughs> ways you can spin it, so many different possibilities. And that's the best yeah. part. We get to find it all out. The injuries have kind of made it tough too, just because yeah. we don't know when people are going to be coming back. And been off, you look at it, and Sugar hasn't yeah. fought in almost a year, and he's a star, so it's just uh, tough. I hate that, dude. I, Sugar says it all the time. He does not want to only fight once a year in his prime years. He wants to be fighting two, three times a year. He's twenty-eight years old right now. It's time to, it's time to start carving out that Hall of Fame career. Yeah, it's time for him to, dude. I am. Oh my goodness, it's hard not to look ahead to that fight. I've already been getting chills i've already had hundred dollar wagers placed with some of my friends that don't believe easton uh, don't don't bet no money straight up you bet i know get the online plus you get plus money stop taking those sucker bets that's not good that's not it's good about money. taking money from my friend yeah it doesn't then tell me to give you the odds at least give you like one, minus 150 it. minus 200 yeah i'll try and i'll try and step back up to the renegotiation table <laughs> it was on the phone so we never shook Speaking of title implications and title fights, um, Tatiana Suarez defeats Jessica Andrade round two via guillotine choke. She improves to 11-0. and 0. 
again, just kind of how we talked about last fight, dominant performance, um, finished from the beginning, back-to-back losses for Andrade. Big win for Tatiana Suarez. She puts herself now in the top five. Um, I guess the question, plain and simple, that we ask every weekend is how many fights away is Tatiana Suarez from a title shot? Can't be more than one, right? For sure, one more, yep. I think, so she's ranked 10 right now, but she's one of the better known people in that division. She'll probably be ranked at least five after this. Dude, yeah, I don't get how Andrade, Andrade five, is ranked. Sure be five. How is Andrade ranked five after losing to Blanchfield, Jan, Zianon, or Those were her back-to-back losses before this fight, right? Yeah. She's still ranked five? Gosh, dude. I need to get some more. It's yeah. more woman up there in the division. Oh, we have we have Zhang Wali defending her title against Amanda Limos on the same card as Shigashan O'Malley, August 19th. I think the fight to make plain and simple, again, we Tatiana beats Jessica Andrash, moves herself into the top five, Limos is four. I think the fight right there to make is, assuming Carla and Rose are just whatever they're doing, playing patty cake, retiring, um, <laughs> the fight to make is Jan Zanan versus, versus Tatiana Suarez. Yeah, dude, that would be cool too because Jan's a really good striker. Tatiana is a really good grappler. Bro, it was so impressive the first time that Tatiana got Andrade down. It didn't end up uh, in a submission or anything like that, but she like barely got a hold of one of Andrade's ankles at a not good position, and she still was able to get get her to the ground and end up on top. So hey, after what, if I told Tat- you that, what if I told you that Tatiana Suarez has wins over Alexa Grosso and Carla Esparza? Yeah, she was. Wasn't she like knocking on the door before she was out for a while? Yeah, she was I out for four years. Yeah, I've honestly got to admit, I didn't know that she had wins over them, but that is that's nasty. I remember I heard Strickland saying she's like the only girl he's seen that's actually decent, so she should be able to whoop all of them. That's Strickland's words, not mine, but. Sounds about right. Yeah. Man, dude, speaking of Strickland, we'll get to him later in the show. But, yeah, I like that. Tatiana versus Jan Zionon. I honestly like Zionon's style a lot more, and I would much rather see her fighting in championship fights than I would Tatiana. Yeah. That's just me personally. I think Jan's pretty electric. I think she could actually bring some eyes to the division. But, yeah, we shall see. Great card, top to bottom. Um, color up will standouts. Dustin Jacoby knocks out Kennedy. Mm. Big time win there from Dustin Jacoby. Um, ruined my parlay, but it's all good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, you know me. I like I both these two guys I really liked in the light heavyweight division, especially with a division that doesn't have any like set in stone champion or set in stone top five. So I've always been big on these two guys. Dustin Jacoby, kickboxing background. Um, Kennedy, just 6'5", big, athletic. I always tend to like those guys. Um, yeah, I mean, just obviously shocking, but not surprised. Um, great fight. Dude, I mean, it was honestly just kind of who had the better chin because Kennedy caught Jacoby really well and then just kind of forgot about his defense after he clipped him with a perfect right hand. And then Jacoby comes back and just hits him with an even more perfect right hand, knocks him out. So that was that was impressive. I heard I think I heard Anik say that Jacoby had D one offers in football and basketball. So dude's dude's athletic. Like we've said, this is kind of that new era. Uh, of, Alex Pereira, kickboxing. 
<laughs> he put, he did? Yeah. How'd it go? Not very well or? Nah. <laughs> yeah, that happens to a lot of people though. Yeah. Uh, Cedric Dumbay, that other kickboxer, the PFL guy, he yeah. got a, um, he's booked against some undefeated MMA prospect in Paris, I think. So I'll be tuning into that when that gets closer for sure. It's good. Uh, Diego Lopes, bet money on him. Masterclass performance from Diego Lopes. Great performance. Um, Tanner Bozer wins, unanimous decision. Klein, unanimous decision. Kyler Phillips, he was in my parlay, unanimous decision. Carlston, Har- Carlston Harris, great submission win. Billy Q beat Damon Jackson, great fight there. Mm. Cody Durden, underdog, defeats Jake Hadley. Jake Hadley said he had trouble missing or making weight, almost died, said he saw God. Uh, Sean, Wood- <laughs> yeah, Sean Woodson defeats Dennis Bazooka, unanimous decision. Azu Alabayev submits Ode Osborne. Started off the day well. I had a, mm. I had part of, I had a plus money bet on for him to win by submission. Started off hot. You know how that goes. Gotta I gotta start. I gotta start like being better. Either just stopping when I'm up or just really locking in later cards because I think that's I always start well. I always start well. And you go always, nuclear in the early yeah, prelims every time. I always, and then I always fucking trick it off. I gotta get back on track for a full card. Finish the full card up. Um, but yeah, great card. Great to see the fans in Nashville. They were there early. Great city of fights. So. Mm-hmm. Love the card. Bro, me too. They uh, had a couple stats on the gate and stuff like that. The live gate generated $2.1 million. And that just, oh, man. Every time I see that, I'm like, why are we doing any events in the Apex? Yeah. Even if it's not a super elite card, you could still fill up a 5,000-seat arena at the bare minimum. Bro, like... And worst case, just go to Vegas and go to a casino. Yeah. Like, that's, dude, there's. That's, that's what I'm be thinking. I think there's enough diehard fight fans in Vegas to fill up an arena every weekend. If the tickets yeah. weren't crazy priced for fight nights, there's people that would go every weekend, just like people go to baseball games or whatever. Did you watch the beginning of the car, like from the beginning? Honestly, no. I was kind of in and out uh, on it. On Anik almost died. He was like choking on some shit when the, when the show started. Seriously? Yes. I was like, I was like, bro. I, it came on. I was like, who the fuck is this? And then it was like, sounded like he was like choking, and I was like, oh shit. And then it was like him, and he's like, sorry for that in the beginning. You know, almost died. Whoa, dang! I wish I had that as our uh, WTF of the week. Yeah, another great weekend of fights. To top it off, we had Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz in the boxing ring in Texas. Jake wins by decision, 10 rounds. Um, probably won about seven of them, I would say. I don't know how to. Yeah, um, I'd agree. I remember, I remember Nate winning round four for sure. Yeah. Round eight for sure. And then it looks like maybe round seven as well. But yeah, Paul outlanded him, out threw him. Um. Yeah, dude, Nate, every round I feel like Paul would be going hard for the first minute. He'd have Nate up on the ropes, have him in some trouble. And then um, and then Jake would start to get kind of tired. Nate would come on, start to put it on him. And I was thinking, I wonder if since Nate's been fighting five-minute rounds his whole career, that was yeah. kind of the pace that he was used to going at because he's used well, to having said, another two minutes. They to- said that. Originally, it was eight, and then Nate's camp wanted 10 rounds. 
Yeah. I just mean like uh, if the rounds if the rounds were longer, because yeah. Jake would recover between every round and then he'd be good enough to go. But if there was, say, it was five minute rounds like MMA, yeah, I think Nate would have Jake in hell for those last couple minutes. I, I mean, I don't know. You know my feelings on it, so I just yeah. So, I, so what do you think's next for um? I have I have next for both guys um. I like Jake, bro. I think Jake's really good. Like, I don't, I think it's unfair to like, so like from the people that I talked to and the people that like were like interested in the fight, like all I heard was like, oh, Nate's going to win. Nate's going to win. Like Jake's not a real fighter. Nate would beat him up on the street. They have gloves on. Like, all right, cool, fine, whatever. Jake wins. And then it's like, Jake should be embarrassed. He should knock him out. Nate doesn't even box. And like, and that's, and that's, and it's the same way every time with Nate Diaz, bro. It's the same way every time he rocked Leon. If it was in the street, he would have won. We're not in the fucking street, bro. Like we're not in the street. Like it's every time with Nate Diaz, there's an excuse for a guy who claims to be, and it's not, again, it's not just Nate. It's not coming from Nate, but like from a guy whose fans claim that he's so tough and he's so this, then why is there always an excuse when he loses? That's my, that's my only ever issue with that shit is like he's claiming before the fight, oh, I'm a boxer. I've boxed since I was 15. I've boxed world champs. I've done this. I've done that. So then when you lose, what is it? Now, now yeah. you're not a boxer and now it's not a real fight. So it's like you can't pick and choose. And that's every time with Nate Diaz, bro. That's, my, that's why I hate when he fights because it's just like it's lose-lose. It's lose-lose. If he loses, oh, he'd beat him in the street. Okay, so then why, why do we even fight? Like why do we even fight? Damn, you make some solid points there. I just I got caught up in the in the fight itself. I honestly enjoyed it. I that thought, was a good fight. Yeah, Nate. Gosh, dude, he's just looked very old and slow. Literally, the first punch that Jake threw, I think it was just a jab to the body, and Nate reacted about a second late when he covered up. And I was like, oh, geez, this is gonna be a long night for old Nathan. But luckily, I think Nate didn't really slow down at all the whole entire fight. He kind of stayed that same yeah, speed the whole time. When Jake kind of slowed down, got a little closer to him. He dropped him. Yeah, dude. Jake dropped him good. I thought he was gonna roll out of the yeah. out of the ring from the angle that the camera was at. It looked like he was going under. I was like, no. But like so my thing is like, if you're gonna claim that Nate would kill him in a street fight, then why can't he beat him in boxing? Yeah, I mean, boxing. They said just admit that Jake's a better boxer, but they don't do that. That's what I'm saying. If they would yeah. like, yeah, bro, come the same. Like, yes, obviously, Nate would beat him in the UFC. Nate would be in an MMA. But then just say Jake's a better boxer, but they won't even say that. Like, they just won't admit he's a better boxer. So it's just like, what's the point of arguing about it? Yeah, dude, Jake's been boxing twice a day every day for at least three or four years now. So it's not, and he's big and athletic. And I yeah. don't really, I honestly don't, I don't like his antics i respect what he does because he's made a bunch of money and gotten a bunch of eyes on himself but i don't know dude in the build-up for this one he was just saying a lot of gay stuff that i was really messing with honestly he was like i'm gonna ride you like a cowboy and saying all this really just like weird stuff and i don't know he's probably just trying to get under nate's skin a little bit so what do you like what do you like next for jake can does he continue mm. ufc guys i mean if you get interesting for me to see. it's always interesting to me for see who he picks next i feel like there's always a guy that we know um maybe he runs it back with tyson fury i mean um tommy. what's his name tommy fury but yeah um what do you what, what do you like next for for jake uh, i don't know i mean i think his end, goal, his end goal is still conor mcgregor 
100%. That's the one that he wants at the end of it all. And I don't think that's going to be his next fight because I, it looks like Connor's going to fight in the UFC again. As of now, it changes every week. But yeah. right now, I'm holding out hope that he will. So, I don't know, dude. Jake does an elite job of picking opponents. Because I was saying, if he boxed, say he boxes a Dustin Poirier or Dustin Poirier or a Jack De La Maddalena, he's probably going to be in hell. Yeah. But he doesn't pick those guys. He picks guys that are either... Why, why would I when I can make the same money? Exactly. So, I haven't really thought about... I haven't thought about it too much. Who's the guy that has that big enough name but isn't enough of a threat or is old enough? Maybe. What about a, uh, Mo- what about a Masvidal? I think Masvidal is too good still. I don't think Jake. Really? Would, yeah. Uh, Masvidal is just like, he's not a yeah. boxer, but that's what he does. Yeah. He's The hand speed, just the tricks and stuff like that. You saw I what like he did Masvidal. today. I like Masvidal for him. Dude, I if, think I personally like Connor for both these guys, whether if it's in the boxing ring or in the UFC. Um, obviously, Jake's in the PFL. I don't think Nate goes anywhere other than the UFC to do MMA. He, even like in his interviews now, he's been like really appreciative and real grateful looking back at it at his time in the UFC. So I don't think he does the PFL with Jake Paul. I don't see that. I don't see that happening. Um. So yeah, I don't know what Jake does as far as MMA wise, but. I would love. To, I think Nate goes back to the UFC, but I feel like it's only for a Connor type fight. And I'm honestly just done with the bullshit of Connor, bro. So like, let's just run Nate and Connor, and let's just fight. Like, whenever it is, put him in a date and let's fight. But like, I'm not kind of just because like I don't want to see Connor. I do want to see Connor fight these guys, but he's he's never going to. I just feel like or I can never believe it. So it's like let's just run a Connor versus Nate three, and let's just call it what it is. It's always it was always yeah. it was always them. So let's run settle it. settle the trilogy. Yeah, bro. I'm just. I don't know. I'm just over like it's gonna be Gaethje. It's gonna be this dude. It's gonna be this dude. Like Charles, yeah. yeah. And I, I guarantee that Nate, like you said, uh, gained a lot of appreciation because he's had to co-promote this event, and he probably realizes how hard it is, and all the little things that you don't even think about when you're not running the thing. Yeah. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Nate comes back either. I'm sure the UFC would welcome him with open arms because if it makes dollars, it makes sense for them. I do love Jake. I do love Jake and Connor, though. That's 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 my matchup, and I think it's a great fight for Jake. I think. Este es el mejor momento para preparar tu hogar para las fiestas y recibir a los invitados, porque en The Home Depot encuentras ahorros de hasta 40% en baños seleccionados por internet, además de entrega gratis en todos los tocadores y grifos por internet. Deja tu casa lista para esas visitas esperadas. Familia, amigos, vecinos y las inesperadas. Deja tu baño listo para las fiestas con ahorros de hasta 40% en tocadores y grifos en The Home Depot. Haces más, logras más. I think he can be give Connor a test, and I mean, I I would favor Connor. I feel like that line would be close, but I think Jake Jake keeps proving that he's a good boxer. Like I don't yeah. think I don't know. I feel like Jake I Jake can win that, and I wouldn't be surprised. I was thinking if Jake or one of my friends texted me this. And I was kind of thinking this would be hilarious. It's not going to happen, obviously. But a Jake versus Strickland boxing match. Because they're about the same size, and Strickland yeah. would probably have him in hell in the press conference. Yeah. But, well, he just wouldn't really want to do much press conference, so it's just be like, ah, it's whatever. That's like, I feel like Jake Paul is everything that Sean Strickland talks bad about, though. It would just be so funny. Yeah. Like, Strickland hates TikTok, and 
all that stuff. Speaking of Sean Strickland, he just signed his death note. He allegedly rumored to be booked Izzy versus Sean Strickland in Australia for the middleweight title of the world. We had to move quick after Driscus Dupussy backed out and said he was hurt and didn't want to fight after Eric came on this air and said that he was going to be Izzy. The next day he backed out, let Eric down. But we have the fight. Sean Strickland stepped up. This is the fight that we've been wanting for a couple years. It was supposed to be the fight if Sean had beat Pereira International Fight Week last year, two years ago. So this is the one. We get it booked. Finally, I don't know if it's what the UFC wanted, but it's what Izzy wanted. Um, great matchup for Izzy. Striking, kickboxing match. You know who wins those. So I'm excited yeah. to get to see my guy fight. Superstar, box office, my favorite fighter in the world. Let's go, baby. This one's going to do a lot of pay-per-view bias, too. I'm calling it. Strickland is a – I think he'll be a pay-per-view gem once there's a lot of media done on him and everyone gets to see how loose his screws really are. I think – yeah, I think it's going to be an elite buildup. I'm honestly – I'm almost more excited for the buildup than I am the fight itself because I could already tell you how the fight's going to go. It's just going to be an Adesanya masterclass, which is really fun to watch, to be fair. But yeah, dude, let's get it. September. Have we heard any other anything else for that card yet? We got we got um uh, Carlos Obergana, we got Kaikara France, Manakate, we got Blood Diamond making his return. Tyson Pedro is on the card. Taitu Avasa versus Alexander Volkov. Justin Toffa's on the card versus Austin Lane. Um Jamie Malarkey. There is talks about JDM. Then there was talks no. So I don't know. Hopefully JDM gets on there. Nice little Comey, but it's either, way, either way, Izzy sells. He's box office. He's on the UFC Mount Rushmore as far as ticket sales goes, in my opinion. So we're good mm -hmm. either way. We also got our guy, the Viper, Matt the Viper Vale. He scheduled two fights um, back to back. He won the first one. It was a kickboxing match against a CKB guy. Now he's fighting the second best welterweight in Australia. I think it's the day after the UFC event there. So he'll be he'll be on perfect timing. He's going to be cutting weight at the same time. So if one of those welterweights drop out, I'm sure that he will be the first call for that since he'll be ready. So I think there's a chance the Viper gets on this too. You might have not heard it here first, but you heard it here. Viper for UFC. Worst case scenario, he goes out there, smokes the other best welterweight in Australia. UFC is going to be there. So hopefully they're watching. And then he gets that contract. Let's go. Sure. We're back in the apex this week. Vicente Luque versus Rafael De Sanos. Close fight. About to pick him, according to Vegas. Um, you said earlier, a little great card top to bottom. We got Cub Swanson coming on. Khalil Roundtree versus Chris Dawkins. We got Jamie Pickett on the card. We got Francis the Firefighter on the card. We got mm -hmm. Blackshear versus Brady Heinstein, tough alum, and your girl, Juliana Miller. What a card. What a card for you, brother. Dude, I know. It's like kind of like Christmas in August for a fight night. This many of my favorite fighters on it. Well, Luana looks kind of bad, too, in the picture that I have up here. If you're watching on YouTube, bottom right. Switched over from oh, the killer. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's filters or something or the angle. That's your, that, that's, that's your matchup right there, bro. That You like both those girls. <laughs> uh, I, I rescinded my take on Killer Miller. Oh yeah, my fault. I was T I was TMSing at that point. 
yeah, it happens. Happens to the best of us. Yep. Dude, I feel like Sugar hasn't been raising awareness about that as much. Maybe Amen. maybe once he gets back on the big platform for the pay-per-view press conference, he'll start doing it more. Yeah. I would hope so because it's, it's a real serious issue. Yeah. But yeah, Marcus McGee also, they train, he trains with Sugar. He got that short notice fight. Oh, yeah, that's my guy. And I've got to say, this is a must win for Terrence McKinney. It seems like he's fighting. It's a really quick turnaround. He had that first round submission loss, right? In his last yeah. fight. It felt like that was only a month or two ago. And now he's fighting Mike Breeden. Mike Breeden, so he lost his fight on the Contender Series. And then he must have gotten in on short notice in the UFC. He lost that one. He lost his next fight. And now he's fighting Terrence McKinney. So I don't know if this is a must win or a can't lose for Terrence. But I think if he wants to stay, I wouldn't even say he's relevant as a contender or like a ranked guy anymore in the lightweight division. But he's still really young. I think he's got to win this one, though, or else he's going to be on the bubble of having to find another home for a little bit Yeah. in terms of promotions. I hope he wins. He's a minus 275 favorite. He should win. Um. Also, my guy Cub Swanson. Yeah, ah, he's old. He's 39. That's yeah. old in the featherweight division, too. He's fighting Hakeem Dewudu. It was a very solid, very solid featherweight. They are both coming off of uh, losses. Swanson had that terrible loss where he kept getting leg kicked against uh, Jonathan Martinez. He just like couldn't even stand on him anymore. Yeah. I think Swanson's going to go for it here. He's going to be in that killer-be-killed mentality. He wants to go out on top. He's going to leave it all out there. But DeWoodoo's never been knocked out. So he fights really he fights really safely. He's been using his wrestling a lot more. Lots of decisions for him. Which kind of makes my my head says Dewoodoo by decision, but my heart says Swanson by knockout. Elite retirement. Goes out on top. But we all know that that does not happen very often in this sport. Robbie Lawler made it happen. Shouts Robbie. Hopefully, hopefully Cub can as well. I saw the UFC roster watch tweeted Robbie Lawler removed from the roster. I heard that would be another cool one for Jake. Nah. Too old? Think, uh, it's like, I don't know. I feel like it's got to be got, like, yes, Jake can sell, but it's got to be guys that sell on both ends. Like Robbie Lawler's not going to give him much entertainment in the press conferences. Yeah, Robbie never talks at all, I guess. So The He's move like, is Connor, bro. Like that's, that's, that's the move. I like a Connor or a Jorge Masvidal. Yeah, that would. I could definitely see a Jorge Masvidal, bro. I could see that too. If Jake accepts it, Masvidal's big. He's about, I guess he's probably about Jake's size. A little smaller, yeah. maybe. Do you have a play for us this weekend on the main event? Vincente Luque versus. RDA, RDA trying to make a run up at welterweight now, going back and forth as he does. He's only lost to top contenders his whole career pretty much. He's fought the who's who forever. Vincente Luque is coming off of consecutive losses to Jeff Neal and Bilal Muhammad. So losses. It's tough. This one's close. Really a coin toss, I guess. I don't know. 
give me the guy that's coming off a win as opposed to the guy that's coming off two losses, but they're really good two losses. So <laughs> I don't know. This one's literally a coin flip as far as obviously that's what Vegas thinks as well. That's what I think. So I don't know. It's tough. Really yeah. tough one. I mean, I kind of want to look at Luke because he's younger, but RDA is RDA. And it's just, ah, I don't know. Tough. Yeah. RDA is just so skilled and experienced in there. I feel like Luke will probably have a slight speed and strength advantage just because of the age and he is a little bit bigger naturally. Yeah. But I like RDA by decision. That's my play for this week. It's, um, yeah, I just think he's not going to be able to finish him unless he gets a submission or something, which is possible. But I think he just puts on, he just outclasses him. I don't know if it'll be a master class to say It'll be close, I think, but I think RDA will get it done. Okay, I like it. Let's rock with RDA. Let's go. And did you have any other plays right now? I know a lot of our, a lot of the things that we like, like the over, the round totals, and the props aren't out yet. So yeah, it kind of yeah, has right. us, kind of has our hands tied behind our backs a little bit here. But did you have anything that just popped out to you? Any money line dogs or just secure bets? I do like um, I like Francis Marshall minus one fifty five. Um, I like Hakeem, probably put him in a parlay or to win by knockout. Um, I might throw a stab at Jamie Pickett plus two fifty. Um, waiting for that Blackshear and Brady Heights high stand odds to come out. I kind of like Blackshear there if I can get a good price. Um, I think that fight got a. I think it might have got canceled for oh, really? high stand staff infection. Ah, shit. Yeah, it was like an ontopology right before. Damn, this. you just can update your shit. But other than that, sorry <laughs> to go get your girl. I kind of like Luana Santos, minus 140 over Juliana Miller. But I'll have the official plays out this week. As always, when I get some better line movement, see the movement, see where it's going, see some totals, get, get you some good picks out there. Yeah. And, dude, I've just got to say, like, I know I already said I'm excited for Sugar Sean, but we've been waiting for this moment ever since we started this podcast. We're, I, didn't, I didn't think it would ever happen, bro, honestly. After the Cheeto yeah. thing. There's, and no the, way he'll fight. There's no way he'll fight for a title. Dude, it's crazy how he's been such a big underdog. and Well, this is his second fight in a row being a huge underdog. I, I just feel some Conor Aldo type stuff in the air. I like I it. I feel I'm it coming. I'm ready. We're here for it. We're going to see it. I'm ready, baby. Got all the shirts hung up. A whole week I'm wearing nothing but sugar merch. Day of the fight, nothing but sugar merch. Got the hats coming in. I got the wig here. We're going to rock. Let's grow, baby. Let's go. I'm coming up to the 661 for it, too. Managed to get my hands on a Zach Bryan ticket for the next day. So, oh, hello. I might not even go if sugar loses. Yeah, facts. I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. Well, that's all we got for you today, folks. Again, as always, it's an honor, brother, to be here with you. We will see y'all next week. Enjoy the fights. Stay. Have a happy dad for me. I got the new banana flavor. This ain't banana, but I had the new banana flavor. Banana flavor. Live up to the hype. Yeah, bro. You know, you know me. Everyone always says I always say that the newest flavor is the best flavor. So I guess I I can't give an honest opinion no more because no one takes my opinions. But company man, company man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. It's all good. Sugar's a part owner, so yeah, exactly. Support him as well. Exactly. All right then. Till next week. Do this, my brother.